introduction to Masechta Zerven. Um, I'm just trying to give a brief, brief introduction. Masechta Zerven, as you're familiar with already, sweet, I cannot compete with you. Either walk out or be quiet. Yeah. Okay, so um, the Masechta deals with the halachas of how to have what's called a halachically, we, what we refer to colloquially as the Erev is really incorrect. Actually, what we're referring to is, is called halacha mechitza. Mechitza means a, a, a partition or a wall. The, we want to close an area, we have to put a mechitza around it. We have to put a, some type of enclosure around it. Halachically, what, are valid, what, type, what, air, what types of items are valid closure, enclosures in halacha? So, so the first two prokim deal with that, that topic, what's called the mechitza. What is a valid mechitza? Um, that, that's what the majority of the the main point of the first two parakim. The next three parakim actually deal with the halachas of tchuma. That a person has a halacha, that a person outside of the city, a person is allowed to travel 2,000 amas on Shabbos, and after that he may not. Um, there is a halacha called erubit tchuman, which a person sets, an er- sets up what we call an erub. At the end of his tchum, it allows, it to, allows him to extend the distance. The question of, I don't know, okay, what's, what, how do you, if your city is misshapen, if the city is a nice, beautiful s- s- square, that's very nice. You know, your city is a rectangle, it's nice. So your city is, a, is, a, is, a, is circular. Your city is a triangle. Your city is uh, a shape like a bow. Your city is, so where do you, how do you calculate, how do you, all the scenarios, how do you calculate where the end of the city is and you calculate your tomb from there? So the, the more is going to deal with that. Mish is going to deal with that. Um, for what purposes are you allowed to make an Rubit Tchumen? So that, that takes you through um, the third, fifth, fourth, and fifth parochim. The sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth deal with the halachas of Eruv Chetzeris, which is what we, we, we refer to as Eruv Chetzeris, the, the actual Eruv, halachically Eruv, um, is that Chazal came along and said, we know the Midorais, so you had him set to Shabbos, a person cannot carry from, from Erishus HaYochid to Erishus HaRavim. Now, the definition of Rishos HaYoch, Rishos HaRabim, we use those words, we have to think about it for a second. Well, I have an area which, which is a Rishos HaYoch, halachically, is enclosed by walls which are ten tefachim high um, on all four sides. It's owned by a corporation. It's owned by the city. It's Rishos of the Rabim in the sense that it's owned by a lot of people, but halachically, it's Rishos HaYoch, because it has walls. So we have a walled city, a walled city is Rishasayachid in Halacha, even though there was, in the regards to the Halachas of carrying on Shabbat, that's called Rishasayachid. But if I'd ask you, well, oh, that's Rishas of the Rabbin, right? That's what we would call it. In our, our, our minds, colloquially, we're going to call that, oh, that's Rishas of the Rabbin. Alternatively, I can have an area which meets the criteria of Rishasarabbin. It's, it's this wide, nice wide street, it's 16 amas wide, it's made for travel, etc., and it's owned by a Yachid. Right? It's so. Even though halachically that's called Rosh Hashanah, it was made for the, the travel of, of people to travel on. Um, in our minds, we're going to we're going to refer that's it's it's the Rishos, it's the ownership of a yachid. So now that's not correct in halacha, but that's how we're going to refer to it. So because we're, we're aware of this problem that people are going to say, well, if I'm allowed to carry from my house, which is Rishos Hayachid, me into the Chatzar, which is the Rishos of the Rabbim of all of us in the Chatzar. You're allowed to carry from Rishos Hayachid to Rishos Arabim. Well, next thing you know, the guy's going to carry from Allah Rishos Hayachid to the streets, which is Rishos Arabim. 
So he said, you know what, you can't carry until you guys become one unit. You become one unit, then we'll look at it. We're, we're the yachid, we're one big unit. So that's the Chazal required a Ruvik and Seris. That we come together and we make this whole Chatzar into one unit. We make this whole Mavi into one unit. And we'll talk about a Chatzar and a Mavi are in a moment. So Chazal came and required what's called a Ruvik and Seris. Um, how, what is a valid way to make it Rubik and Seiris? What do you need to do to make it Rubik and Seiris? So that's all going to be discussed. That's going to cover you on the, from the 6th through 9th parakim. The 10th parak actually um, talks about, it starts with Erevin and then it goes off to quite other, a lot of other, other topics like the Morris want to do. Um, um, basically, it's talking about where Chazal permitted his, uh, first case is carrying, carrying the Rabbanon. Cases of Hitzor, which are the Rabbanon, where Chazal permitted it. Uh, the example which the Mishnah gives, the person found tefillin out, out in the field. The person found a pair of tefillin out in the field, and they're on Shabbos. It's not covered to leave it there. What can he do? How can he carry them in? Can he wear them? Cannot wear them, etc. From there, it goes into discussion about what things are permitted in the base of Mikdash, um, what Rabbanans they allowed in the base of Mikdash, what Rabbanans they did not allow in the base of Mikdash. Base of Mikdash, in general, there's a concept of Enshus of Mikdash. We do not have the Rabbanans in the base of Mikdash. They, they permitted the Rabbanans in the base of Mikdash, but the question is, um, um, what and where? So that's the last paragraph. The last paragraph really gets walk, walk, goes off of the top off, off topic of Masechet Let's go back a little bit and just some define some terms. Um, so we're, we're going to meet uh, a chutzur. We're going to meet a mavli. We're going to meet a karfef. Those are probably the three most three three most uh, predominant terms you're going to get here in the Masechet. Rabbi, you met in in Masechet Shabbos already. Uh, just a quick review of that. Rosh Hashanah is an area which has to be ten twach, it's surrounded by mechitza, or set off from the area around it by something which is ten tefachim high. It's at least four tefachim by four tefachim. I'm going to give an introduction here, and then I'm going to give a shir. Okay. Okay, so, so you can join the introduction if you want. You heard it already. Right. So uh, that's, that's the definition of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is something which is 16 amas wide. It's made for the travel or alternatively the gathering place in the middle of the city, the plaza, would also be Rishasa Rabbim. Um, there are certain <coughs> negatives to make something which, if it, that take away from it, Rishasa Rabbim. It can't have a roof on top of it. Um, it doesn't have walls. There are certain things which take it away from the status of being Rishasa Rabbim. So those we've had already in Masechta Shabbos. Back in the, we had Masechta Shabbos. Back in Davov and Zion. Over here, you're going to meet what's called a chutzur. A chutzur is the area which is in front of the homes. It's at least two, halakhically, for our purposes, there are at least two homes which, and, which access into this chutzur to get it with a chutzur. It's a courtyard in front of the homes. The way they used to build the city <coughs> was that you'd have many homes opening into a chutzur. You'd have a multiple amount of chutzeris opening into a mavi, which is an alleyway, which took from the chutzeris into, took from the chutzeris into the Rosh Hashanah or into the, into the main streets. So you would have Chatseris around the Mavi. Mavi would take you out to the main street. Um, I'm not sure I have a picture with me around, around me. Um, I'm, sure you, I'm sure you do. In the, I'm sure they're not going to have a very nice picture somewhere in the front of, of the way the cities were built. So that, so that starts with the, the starting point is a Chatser. The houses would open. Into, okay, good. Right, okay. So you'd have the houses opening into a Chatser. Um, for our purposes, a chutzah has to, least, has to have at least two homes opening into it. Um, it's owned by the, everybody together. So in that sense, it's like it belongs to a group. If you have a situation where only one person owns it, 
let's say a father and his, and his sons all lived in the same chotzer. We'll discuss later on in the, in the things, the seventh parak. So we'll talk about what status does that have? Has it did with chotzer or not? In some cases, yes. In some cases, no. Depending how they eat. Um, and it has has four walls. So the Chazal prohibited you to carry there. From the from the chetzeris, you have you go to the mavi, the, the alleyway. The alleyway could come. The mavi could come in two in two forms. It could be known as a mavi sasum, which means it's enclosed on three sides. Let's say there's a back wall. Um, besides the back wall, you have uh, the, the two sides where the chetzeris are opening into, and then you have the main street. You also have what's called a mavi mafulish, which means it's open on two ends. So the chetzeris feed into the mavi, and the mavi is open. You have to, there's a rishon on one end, rishon on the other end, or there's a carmelist, there's a park out there, there's the river out there on one end, there's the street on the other end. You can all those scenarios. That's called the mavi. Chazal, um, it's surrounded on two or two to three sides. Midarais, according to most rishonim, if it has if it has three walls, it's rishon suyachid. Halachically. The Ramam holds it's not a Shasayachid until you have four walls. But the but most we should have hold is Rishasayachid if you have three walls. So you have three walls, it's Rishasayachid. But again, because Alta said you can't carry this, is made for the usage of all these different chateras, etc. You can't carry this. Um, Chazal said in order to be able to carry there, you're going to need the equivalent of a, what's called a Ruby Chateras. You have to join together in one unit. It's referred to the law as Shetufe Mavuos. The other members of the Mavi are Mishtatev, they join together in the Shutvis. But besides that, we need to enclose the fourth side. So what's a valid enclosure for the fourth side? So the, Mishnah, the first Mishnah deals with what's a, what are the types of valid enclosure for the fourth side, and the valid enclosure for the fourth side, one of them is a car rub. You put a beam across the front end. On top. And on top. You put it on top of the wall, you put a beam across. And the Mishnah will deal with how, if it's too high or if it's too low, etc. How wide it has to be, the more we'll talk about how wide it has to be. The Mishnah will talk about it around how strong it has to be. Um, is there any difference width and strength? You know, at some point the strength is not significant because the width is, is large enough. Um, so that's the first mission to deal with that. That's called Kara. There's another hat to call Lehi. Lehi is they put one be- they would put one vertical pole on, at the front of the of the opening on one side. That's all you need. You don't need a cross beam. You don't need, all you need is one pole, a Lehi. How large does a Lehi have to be? Um, what, is there any difference if you put two of them? Can I say, well, lechi has to be a certain size, has to, but if there's two lechis, maybe it's more kuladik. We'll talk about that. Um, there's a third option, which, you're, which is what we're most familiar with. It's called Surah Sapesach. Surah Sapesach is that it has, the Moorish language, it has, there's a kana on this side, a kana on that side, and there's a kana gabayan. There's two doorposts, as it were, and there's a lintel on top. Sirsa Pesach is a halachic enclosure. All these Sirsa Pesach is a halachal Moshe that it works. Um, Kara and, and Lechi are mechlokas in the Gemara, what they are, whether they, those work as a concept of a mechitza, or they work based on the digits as a reminder that, you're, that this is the end of the Movi, and the Movi is different than Rosh Hashanah And a Movi Shazam you cannot carry, and a Movi you could. That's a mechlokas in the Gemara. But Sirsa Pesach is clearly a halachal of a mechitza. It's called an enclosure, halachal Moshe Messinah, it's called an enclosure. Um, when we talk about the Erev around the city, we're usually referring to a source of Pesach. Where we're going to make around the city, that's again, that's a colloquial usage, not the correct usage, really it's a machitza, it's a machitza around the city, oh, we're going to close it with, with this idea of a form of a door. So it has a pole here, a pole here, and a, and a string on top. So that can be your uh, telephone pole, um, as long as the string goes over the top. The more sense of it's me not sad, if the, the, if the 
wire, the, the top wire, is on the, attached by the side of the pole, it's not going to work. It has to go over the top of the pole. So most telephone poles don't work for us because they don't go over the top. So, uh, so we talk about using the telephone wires around the city, which means we're going to have to make some type of a pole under, some type of vertical under the, the, the telephone wire to allow us to use the, te- the, the, the telephone wires around the city. Uh, and uh, so that's top of the that's that's the second of this. That's that's your chutzner. Um, that's your mavi. The third area is called a carpet. Carpet is an area which was basically not used uh, for, for for actual living in. It wasn't a courtyard. It wasn't a mavi. It was a place you would store things. A place you would allow animals to graze, etc. It can be enclosed. Um, it actually could have an enclosure of the tenth walk high. So mitaraisis which is a yachid, possibly. Um, but if it's larger than a certain area and it's not made for living in, people perceive it like a caramelist, like, a, like, a, like, a, like an open space. So Chazal limited our, our, what you could do in a carfave. Um One issue. Second issue is if you have a carfave, the carfave sometimes will break your enclosure around the city. You know, as I say, I'm enclosed this whole area. Well, now the whole area is a place to live in. Well, well, yeah, there's this big lake in the middle of the city. You know, there's a big pond. So how does that affect your area around the city? What, what, what halachas does that have? Um, the, we will differentiate an halacha between a carpet, which is mokafladira, which has been enclosed with homes there already in it, or home accessing it, so it's made for the usage of the house, which is not mokafladira, it wasn't enclosed for the purpose of living in it. So that'll be, that you're going to get later on in the, in the Seth, that's going to be in the, in the, in the sixth, sixth, the sixth parak. Uh, I think sixth parak, right. Um, so that's so you have uh, that, but that becomes significant when you're, when you're building a roof and etc. So what's what's a, what's a problematic area? Um, sometimes we have to clo- we have to close that off so it shouldn't affect our, our, the city, the, the area around the city, etc. There's going to be other halachos in Moshe Sinai, which you've met some of them along the way, but there's a few interesting ones that you're going to get in Erevin. The first, the first one is Lavud. Love it is if the gap if a gap is less than three tefachim wide less than three tefachim wide three tefachim wide is not love it anymore less than three tefachim wide is considered that there's no there's no opening okay um, there's a machlokes in the in the rishonim already how we look at love we look at love as if there's no gap we look at the or do look at it as if the gap is filled right um, practical difference you have actually in Hechusukah, you learn the when you learn when you learned or when you will learn the sukkah depending on what cycle you're in. Um, so you know, learn it again, as a chef. So you'll get a case where we know that schach posel is four If there's schach posel going across your sukkah, which is four tefachim wide, so it can posel the sukkah. Um, schach which is attached to, to the ground. Schach which is not made out of it's made out of things which are not didn't grow on the ground. There's some metal metal there. It's support. It's uh, you know it's areas which are called schach posel. Four tefachim wide will posel the sukkah. Air space going across, three tefachim wide will pass on the sukkah. So what if I have a case where I have schach posel, which is two tefachim wide, then an air space of two tefachim, and then a schach posel, which is two tefachim wide. So if I look at it as if there's no gap, so I have four tefachim of, of schach posel. My, my sukkah is not posel. If I look at it as if it's filled, so what's it filled with? Halacha is it's filled with valid things. Why do I have to assume invalid things? So you say it's two tefachim of non-valid schach, two, two Virtual tefachim of valid schach and two of non-valid. It's not, it's not four in a row. It's the only problem. It's four tefachim contiguous that you have a problem. So here's not contiguous, and that can be a problem. So how we look at love, it is going to be a question. So that's the discussion that we're sharing over here in the Masechta. Um, you have good asik and good achis 
if you have a wall, a lochuk wall, which means it's ten tefachim high, it meets the criteria of a wall, and it's not it's not, not flush with the ground; it's raised above the ground. Or so can we say a concept called good that the wall extends down to the ground? That's a lochuk moshimisina that extends down. The more we say that sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, the fact that there's access under it sometimes can break the wall. That's a great wall; you can access through it. So by terms of passage, that doesn't bother us that we access through that. With, with one exception. If there's a Rishus Rabbim going through, through a Tzur Pesach, end of your Tzur Pesach. But otherwise, access doesn't bother us. But by the Din of Kud Asik, the wall goes down, any access would be problematic. However, if it's over, over, over water, if you have a porch which it goes out over a, a lake, we're going to say that the Din of Kud Achis is if that part of the lake is enclosed and I can draw water out of there on Shabbos, because I'm not taking from the Carmelist, the, the lake, which is a Carmelist in my house, I'm taking from Rosh Yachid, because it's been enclosed. It's unenclosed. My porch is above it. Well, the wall of the porch goes down into the, into the water. The fact that there's fish going on beneath it doesn't bother us. The Kiyas dog him is not a problem. But if, if, if little goats can get under it, it's on the ground, little goats can get the Gideim, the more you use the dog him and Gideim, just to get you confused. Okay? Um, so make sure you have all the letters right. Um, so is a problem. So that's the good, the, what about good asik? The mechitza goes up. It goes up to the Shemaim. So the airspace above Rishos HaYochid is considered Rishos HaYochid. Um, there is, besides Lobot and besides the din of good asik, there is actually a case that you had, had it in, in the Sethus. Sukkah of Chavot Rami, where you can connect down, connect the items which are higher and lower. So if you have a kara, which is half the size that you need, and another kara, which is half the size that you need, can you connect them? What type of airspace allows you to connect them? Um, there is um, there's a din. If if can I? It works along the din of Gudasik, but Gudasik requires a wall which is ten tefachim high. If I have an air which enclosed by three sides, and I have a roof in the, on top of it, can I say that the face of the roof is considered like the fourth side? So the more it says halacha moshesina, that's considered the face of the roof. It's considered as if there's a wall there and it comes down. Um, assuming I have enclosure on all three, on the other three sides, less than that is machlag as we showed. That the, the the face of the of the of the pitikra um, is yard v'soisim. The, the front of the tikra, as long as the tikra is a tefach wide and at least four tefachim deep, so I can use that the face of the tikra and it's flat. I can use the face of the tikra to consider it if it's a wall there and it, and it closes. So these these are lachamosh v'sinai that those work. Uh, so you have various different types of mechitza we're going to meet. The enclosure for a chutzer, interestingly enough, Chazal made it more, if, I, if my chutzer is open on the fourth side, um, so we, needed, we need to enclose with something even more, what's called a pass, which is the same thing as a lechi. It's on one of the sides. If I have three sides closed and one side open, so for a mavi, I just put this little lechi over here and I'm good. That's all I need, just a lechi. For a chutzah, I need something larger. I need a pass, which is four tefachim wide, at least, because I'll require more for that. One of the most interesting things which comes up to the Masechta is the concept of Ayman Baruba, which is that because the halacha recognizes that we say, well, it's enclosed on all four sides, so how do you get in? Right? Doorways are okay, and even without a door, but it's made for access, it's not a problem. So the fact that you have a doorway, you have an opening, you have a doorway, that's not a problem, that's fine. Um, okay, so now when we say that the, the access, um, okay, how many accesses can you have? I can have two. What about four? What about six? What about eight? What about ten? What about the, the three, 12, three amas wide? What about eight amas wide? Where does it change 
from being a doorway to being you have a break in your wall. And that the wall is not considered a wall. So there's two concepts in halacha. One is called oymen meruba, if the majority is enclosed. We need the majority of the area to be enclosed. According to most Rishadim, that applies to each wall independently. So I have two complete walls, and then the third and fourth wall have openings in them. They say, well, listen, well, I have two complete walls. I'm guaranteed oymen meruba. Whatever I have, if you add it all up, so I'm guaranteed. Well, no, no, no. We look at each wall independently. So this wall, I have to have the majority of the, the area being closed. And my fourth wall, the same thing. Um, do That's one issue. So if the majority is closed, we're good. The second thing is the appearance of it's too wide. I don't care how, you know, I have a very long wall. I have a wall which is 30 amas wide. And there's this gap in the middle which is 12 amas wide. Not, not acceptable. It can't be more than 10 amas wide. Ten amas wide is considered that you have wagons going in and out, you have room for a wagon going in, wagon going out. Okay, ten amas, that's an access to an area. Beyond that, that's too wide already. So te, beyond ten amas, it's, it's too wide. Well, to see that the more discusses that for a mobi, maybe even less than that is a problem. Um, one other question which you have in the Dittu Ayman Maruba is um, so I have this opening over here. There's some wall here, some wall here, a gap in the middle, and I put this. It's too wide. It's, 10 amas, it's 15 amas wide. So I put something in the middle to break it. So now there's 7 amas here, 7 amas there, and there's an pass in the middle. Great. Or maybe not. You know, do I say that the air space around these two sides, so that, that, that little thing in the middle, that's not really significant. So I might need Omer Meruba in the middle vis-a-vis each one of its sides. So I, when, when do I say that? When do I not say that? So that's going to be some of the things you're going to discuss in the Sessa. Um, I... There, Everyone gets bad press. It's a hard masechta, you know? It's not a hard masechta. Um, it's a it's, it's, it's it's, You have to be able to conceptualize it and see it. And nowadays, with all the picture books, and I, when I went to Erevin the first time, there was no picture books except for the, the Pirish Chai in its first version, which is about half the thickness of this. That's very nice. That's right. So I actually have it in my back of my Gemara. Same one, yeah. The same one. This is more out of print. That, that is available still. Um, there's some areas where math comes into play. Uh, so if you're, if you're math-oriented, it's a very gishmak of a If you're not, it's a little more challenging. Overall, it's not a, it's not a challenging receptor. Um, um, when you get, start getting involved in the, in the levels of lumbus and swaras and you know, steers and the gemoras, it gets very challenging. That's where it gets very challenging. Um, you're probably not going to get involved in that level for the most part, so that, you know, the, 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 the pace that Dafyami goes does not allow you to get involved at in that level. Um, so that's, but, and the, and the, the, basic, the basic more Rashi is not overwhelming. I just wanted to point that out. Okay. That's low.